Radio Drama Revival is brought to you in part by Audible, who offer a free 30-day trial and free audiobook at audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Audible boasts over 30,000 titles, including a whole ton of audio drama. That's why I love it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Thanks. Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, we get uh, Roger Gregg back here on the show. Uh, now, Roger Gregg hasn't done a huge amount of new stuff in um, audio theater, specifically in a few years now, but he's done um, all sorts of marvelous stuff blending uh, poetry and music out in Ireland and doing more stuff uh, for the Irish stage uh, that involves really complicated and interesting sound design. We featured him um, a lot and a lot I, uh, on the show over the years. I consider uh, Roger really uh, my mentor. He got me into the whole field recording aspect. Um, I visited him in Dublin and, and things like that. So uh, it's always a special pleasure to have him on the show. And we're actually going back a few years to a production that he did called Infidel. Um, this is going to be, I call it our August summer spectacular series here. Uh, you know, something for the month of August to compete with all the Hollywood blockbusters. Well, let's get you some audio blockbuster instead. I hope this show will prove um, as uh, lush and uh, well sound designed and maybe some more intellectually stimulating than what um, Hollywood has been putting out these days. Um, Infidel is about a uh, conflict of, uh, I guess, Western culture and Middle Eastern culture um, in the Crusades. Um, it is loosely based on a real story and still, um, as you will hear, has quite a bit of relevance today with the uh, cultural conflicts that um, exist in our world and uh, spirituality and how it s- religious sects sometimes differ from spiritual beliefs in order to achieve political goals. So that's in four installments. We'll have the first installment today, uh, three more coming up in the weeks after this. Um, Kicking off, we have our uh, first part of episode six, The Cleansed. Um, So we're now going to stop calling these chapters. We're going to call them parts. So each uh, episode has four parts. Part one today has uh, David from The Refuge taking um, uh, his buddy Chris on the biodiesel-powered ATV to go wreak havoc on the dwellers. The dwellers, as you recall back in episode three, torched the uh, refuge, and now uh, David's hungry for blood. So here we are, episode six of The Cleansed. Final Room Productions presents The Cleansed, episode six, The Dwellers. the dwellers? David brought it all upon us. He told me of his rage. He told me what he felt when he looked at the smoldering ashes of the fields we planted, at the vast open waste, of what it made him feel like, what he wanted to do, what he couldn't get anyone to do, 
went out of, of 30, 30 families, families, over 100 people who joined together in the long, bloody road since leaving Bangor 15 years ago and 20 more refugees since, only one man would ride with me to bring vengeance upon the dwellers. One. Of the people who I fought beside, who I taught to build, who I'd known night and day for over a decade, well, I knew them for the cowards they were. But the real soldiers? We would fight. Look what they brought down upon us all. You still got plenty of gas, right? Yeah, but we'll have to be fast. They'll hear us coming a mile away. Just get me close enough to shoot. That's the plan. We get in, we get out, destroy as much as possible. Yes, Dave. All right, here goes. For the refuge! For the refuge! And move! Woo! Everyone in the water, grab the canoe. That's Moby. In the water, damn it. Maria, grab the bow, pull her up. What? Mind the rocks, they're not making new canoes anymore. I got it. Okay, hey, Luke, help Mark get to shore. Okay, yeah, got it. I'm fine, swim this river since I was a kid. No, not with a bum leg, you didn't. Prophet, you don't go far. You bring a gun, Sam? What kind of question is that? Maria, hand me the sling. What's the lay of the land here, Mark? We're on the low part of a ridge. Up from there, we get to our camp. Then, on the far side, it slopes down again to the trail. Which is probably where our people are. Yeah. All right, time to move. Wait. What? What are you going to do? Our people. I'm going to do what I have to do, nothing more. Come on, kid. Vengeance! Vengeance for the refuge! David, where is everyone? They're here somewhere. Just push forward. For the refuge! Fall back! Fall back! Keep pushing! They're not ready for us! Push! Push! Woohoo! Okay, I got a beat on him. No! No, what? That's my father. He's got a gun trained on my husband. I'll stop it. So will I. Please. You better move quick, son. Oh, come on! Maria! Maria! Come back here! No, Mom. Come on, Mark. We gotta stop this. Maria! Up the ridge! Take this! It'll have him! No! It's a Gatling! Down! David! For God's sake, run! I can take them! For the refuge! Stop! For the love of God, stop! Maria! Stop! Listen to her! You're all wrong! Dad! Dad stop! stop! Maria, Mark. Well, damn. All right, and that was The Cleansed, Episode 6, Part 1. Uh, three more chunks of that coming up for you. Over the course of this month, you can hear the rest of it now at thecleansed.com. Available as a paid download, $2.99. And uh, it'll help us promote the show. Uh, also, stay tuned. We're going to be starting a Kickstarter campaign. Season two is coming right up. Uh, big stack of scripts. I'm working with the actors now. We're uh, hopefully going to be buying some new equipment and uh, all these sorts of things at the time of year where we start spending oh, lots of money on these audio productions. Um, and then you know you won't hear it, the result of our efforts till next March. But um, we are in production of more of this stuff so that we can keep uh, the clan's feed coming to you so um stay tuned for that and uh definitely would love your support we're gonna have all sorts of interesting premiums um a digital box set a physical boxed set as well as original illustrations um from the cleanse that you can own 
um, the original artwork from Simon Adams. Um, if you've not seen the treats, uh, check out thecleanse.com. There's um, wonderful art available for each episode, and we'll have uh, about 50 illustrations available for sale, or not really sale, but anyways, we'll be selling them as part of our Kickstarter campaign as premiums. Uh, yeah, so anyways, on to uh, Roger Gregg's Infidel, um, and also I should note, stay tuned, at the end of Infidel, we'll have a bonus feature, um, we've got another episode of Dialed In, it's called Wish You Were Here by Mike Murphy, and now enjoy Infidel. Crazy Dog Audio Theatre presents Infidel by Roger Gregg. Our story of the Knight Sir Hugh of Beauvais is based upon the actual events of the Fifth Crusade, which began in the year 1217. Episode 1, A Knight's Advance. Why don't we wait here, at least until it's dark? darkness. Well, they won't see us then, will they? They'll be looking for us down by the river. You see, (laughs) they think that we don't know where we're going. But of course we do. Look at them. Look at them down there, killing each other. That's it. Go on. Go on, fight. Yield, little brother. What? What? Yield, brother. There's nobody there. Just... Just you lying there. You're getting nervous, aren't you? Don't worry. Hey. Hey. Did you know... The first piece of food we were given was stuck to the tip of our father's sword? It was. Remember? I have killed with mine. So have I. Deus It's God's will. Yield yet, brother! Not yet, brother! Wait, wait! Your shield, Master Hugh! Use your shield! Yes! Sir Humphrey! Sorry! Come on! Patience, brother! All right! I'm ready! Now, that's it! Keep your shield up, Master Hugh! Up high! No! 
if your opponent is much larger than you, like your brother, and is rushing towards you, don't just stand there. Step aside and hurry with your shield, not your sword. Shield. Sword. Shield. Sword. Yes, that's it. Now, once he strikes out, he extends himself. That's the moment to strike back. You must see that moment before it happens. How, Uncle? By seeing into his spirit. Keep your eyes fixed on his. My eyes? What? Don't look at me! Look at him! <laughs> yield, brother? Yes! Yes! I yield! Well fought, Philip. Here, take my hand. It's all right. I can get up. Are you sure? Yes. I'm all right. <laughs> now, lads, I cannot overstress this. When we engage in combat, our arms converge. Another lecture. <laughs> and likewise, our spirits converge. At a tournament, we fight for our pride. Or to gain a lady's favour. Oh, and how is Lady Joanna? Get off. <laughs> Listen! On the battlefield, it does not matter what tongues we speak or the symbols we wave about. What matters are the men who face each other. But surely then it all comes down to strength. The stronger one, like Philip, will always win. Ah, but what is strength? The ability to crush your enemy. That, Master Philip, is brute force. Is not brute force a form of strength? Oh, yes. The lowest form. But, Uncle, what can possibly match the strength of a Christian knight fighting for our true faith? A pagan fighting for his life. Oh. A man who fights to protect his child will fight differently than if he were fighting merely because he was paid to. Or forced to by his king. Indeed. But surely it is still a question of how hard you strike with your sword. But we do not fight with our swords, Philip. We fight with our hearts. Brute force only creates new enemies. No, it doesn't. You should know. Should I? Yes, you were a great crusader, uncle. You were at Acre. Everyone knows. What do they know? How Richard the Lionheart won the day. Yes, Richard won the day, but not the war. Acre is remembered as a great victory. And who remembers the survivors of our great victory? What survivors? Infidels. People. 2,700 unarmed men, women, children. Oh, Deus Lavolt! Richard ordered his knights to march them into a field and put every one of them to the sword. Kill them? Slaughter them like animals. They are animals. Some went to their deaths with great composure, their lips moving steadily as they said their heathen prayers. But, but the little ones just looked up at me. 
Christ have mercy on them. Mercy? When have they ever shown us mercy? There was a preacher there that day, screaming out verses from the scriptures to drown the children's screams. I still hear them every night. I hear their voices. You were following orders. Yes, Uncle. It's over. It is not over. And, and if, it, if it weren't for these wars, Hugh, you would give up this swordplay and continue with your studies as befitting a younger brother. Why, the, the nearest you'd then get to a battlefield would be your chessboard. I still think I'd much rather be a knight than a scholar tucked away in some monastery. It is the highest honour a Christian knight may attain. To kill the infidel? The church teaches this. It is the most glorious thing. The most glorious thing. Philip, have you ever wondered what it must be like to love a woman? I have. Joanna. Think. Think of your father, Philip. You saw him fall in battle. Yes. Yes, I did. A brave man my brother was. I shall be as brave. Braver, you'll see. And I also saw your mother. All those years she lived on, alone. Mother was a gentle woman. Her womanly heart was compassionate. She could not appreciate the glory. Do you not think she would gladly have traded that glory to have your father back? Yes. Yes. I remember. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Come on, Philip. Pray with me. Do I have to? Of course. Come now. Pure of heart, remember? What about you? Why doesn't he have to pray? I'm too little. No, you're not. I am. Philip, 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 Philip. Why, you little rat? Ow! Let me Philip. go! Hugh, stop it at once. Your brothers. But he's a. Philip, you're older. You must always look out for little Hugh. Do you understand? Yes, mother. Swear it. I swear. I will always look out for Hugh. And Hugh, you're always old enough to pray. Yes, Mother. Now, say it with us. Peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Yes, I remember. Peacemakers. Yes. Yes. Prayer. It was the answer to everything. Even a prayer to bless our swords. Hearken, we beseech thee, O Lord, and bless with thy right hand this sword, that it may be a righteous defender of widows and orphans. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, Amen. Defend, widows and orphans. Defend? Look. I said look. You see those hills across the valley there? You see those tiny dots along the pass? You see them? Widows and orphans. Refugees 
We've defended them by burning their homes and taking their harvests. Hey! Widows and orphans! You cannot escape from hell! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. It's just that they, they won't get far. You see, they, they can't even drink the water. They're wells. We poisoned all their wells. This wine is a token to express our thanks to our customers. Huh? Of course, customers. You'll find that we Venetian merchants have the largest selection of arms in all of Greece. <laughs> we have supplied all the noble houses. Well, where do we begin? <laughs> With the swords! Of course! We have the finest swords in the world. Swords from Toledo, Germany, Poitiers. What about this one? Oh, look at the size. Now, this is a blade. Yes, a Saragossa, made from the finest steel tempered in the fabled waters of the River Ebro. So sharp it can cut a floating thread. Observe! If you will do the honor. Of course. Stand back, gentlemen. Now, watch. Morgan, be thread if you please. Thread, huh? <laughs> Impressive. Yes. Yes, you'll find that the Templars, the most courageous order of knights in the Holy Land, favor the Saragossa. Then I'd like the biggest sword you have, the Saragossa. Oh, Philip. I, I, please, please, please. For young knights such as yourself, we recommend the Poitiers. It is lighter, as you can see, but very durable. But it's smaller. Ah. But this Poitiers here comes with a holy relic inset on the pommel, huh? You see? Holy relic? Very holy. See, uh, just here. This little... I can't tell. What is it? A fragment. Fragment? A fragment? You mean... Yes, of the true cross. God be praised. We have been saving this holy sword for a knight favored by the hand of God. Mm. Whose heart is pure. Whose courage is undaunted. Whose strength is unparalleled. Yes, yes. How much? 2,500. 2,500? Uh, no, no, uh, gentlemen, that's, that's too much. I'm sorry. Uh, Martin, mm. Martin, Martin. Look at this poor virtuous knight here. Oh. Look into his eyes, huh? Oh. Surely we can see our way to lowering the price for his sake. He seems worthy. Uh, yes, Morgan, I believe you are right. Uh, for you, Sir Philip, out of respect for your devotion to our Lord Jesus, this holy sword shall be yours for a mere uh, 1,500 ducats, huh? 1,500. Yes, gentlemen, I think... Uh, gentlemen, <laughs> may I speak to my brother alone, please? Uh, certainly. <laughs> Hugh! 1,500 ducats for a... Hugh, it's a fragment of the true cross. We have other weapons to buy. And transportation. How will we... Put your faith in Jesus. Philip, what we take from the peasants is not enough to pay for all of these things. And so we shall double the taxes then. And how will they survive the winter? Who cares, Hugh? God will provide. But Philip, I have read over... Don't the... worry. Jesus says we must store our riches in heaven. We must leave everything to follow him. We are not going to heaven just yet, Philip. We are going to war. And what better protection than a fragment of the true cross? Well, I would prefer a coat of chain mail. How can you say that? Are you not a Christian? Yes, of course I'm a Christian. Have I ever failed you in any way? No, never. Am I not your elder brother? 
Yes. Look, you may think you are the bright one because you have been taught to read, but I have worked it all out. Oh? You have? Yes, I have. We shall more than make up our costs from the booty we shall take from the infidel. Jewels, gold, treasures. And if we get killed? Uh, no. No. You, Deus Levolt, God is on our side. Uh, <clears throat> gentlemen, you have reached the decision, huh? We have. Ah. Good. And? We shall each take a potier sword, scabbard, and belt. I will have this holy sword with the fragment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wise choice. <laughs> What about armor? We do, of course, have a ceremonial helmet. It's very popular with the ladies. <laughs> oh? Oh, yes. Women cannot resist ceremonial helmets. Uh, how much are ceremonial helmets? We are not interested in vanities. But Joanna will... You... We have no interest in impressing Lady Joanna. We haven't? No, we are interested in victory. But she'll notice me. Come back victorious, laden with riches, Hugh, and then she'll notice you. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, 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 please. Please. Don't fall asleep. Let, Let me ask you just one question before you fall asleep. Where do you think... We got the money to pay for our swords. For the war. Hmm? Our peasants. (laughs) You see, we taxed them so hard to pay for all... this. That they had to go without food. We shall never see our peasants in our fields again. No. No, 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 no. No, I'm wrong. They are in the fields. Buried. Get back, all of you peasants. Keep the way clear. Can you see Lady Joanna? No. You! I told you to keep back from there. All of you, keep this place clear! Hello, good sir. You are a noble from Bove. Well, I'm from Bove. I'm sure then you would like to help us. Help who? My brothers and I. Brothers? Yes, we've been helping to feed many of the poorest of the poor. We've set up a shelter. Oh, the brothers? Yes, I- I've-, I've heard about you. Good. We're taking up a collection to buy food. You see, the recent harvest was... Uh, the war tax? Yes. It's hurt the poorest the most. Maybe you've seen how they live. No. Many of the children are hungry, sir. Can you help? Yes, of course. Um, here, let me, let me see what I have. Hey, hey! What are you doing? Put that away, Hugh. We're collecting. Get away from him. Uh, Philip, he's... Please, he's, sir. People are hungry. Then let them work. Remember, whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers... Don't get smart with me. Now go on. Philip! Stir up trouble somewhere else. He's one of the brothers. Brothers? Brothers of what? Scum? Look at him. Vermin dressed in rags. He's coming! He's coming! Praise God, Hugh. This is surely a great day. There he is! It's John the Preacher! Now there's a man, Hugh, truly touched by God. Yes. Quiet! He's going to speak! My brothers and sisters, Jesus died upon the cross and rose again so that we could all come to know his peace. But the infidel does not want peace because he cannot truly believe in peace 
because he does not accept the salvation that only comes through Jesus Christ. There she is. Look, Philip. Lady Joanna. My God, she's beautiful. Quiet, you. I'm going to go and talk to you. Listen to John. Sorry, excuse me. May I please pause? Sorry. Many years ago, I was in a church in Jerusalem praying when suddenly the doors swung open and there came rushing in a group of infidel assassins. They dashed forward and plucked a wee little baby right from the arms of his mother and dashed it to its death against the stone of the altar. Then, in a frenzy, they began stabbing to the left and right, trying to kill as many Christians as they could until they were torn apart by the crowd. They stabbed me several times, for with my bare hands, I tried to stop them, and I fell as I lay there in a pool of blood. And suddenly, a great blinding light fell all about me. And I heard a voice, and it said, John, you must go forth and spread the truth. And I said, Lord, where do I find this truth? And he said, in the prophecies I have laid out in my holy scriptures. But be vigilant. Do not be deceived by those who interpret and twist the holy word of God to serve their own ends. Yes, that's right. We've all seen these people stirring up trouble. But don't despair. These false doctrines are but another sign of what must come to pass. God has chosen me to tell you the truth. Do you wish to hear it? God says, you shall be his righteous sword. You, the sanctified chosen elect, shall strike down the followers of the false prophet of the Antichrist! L Lady Joanna, remember me? We, we met at the uh, Har Harvest Festival. Yes, you're Philip's brother, Hugh. Oh, you know my name? Oh, yes. You made quite a dashing impression. I was dashing? After your chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. I, I was showing the game to one of the peasant children. Until they ran off with your board. <laughs> it was a rook, actually. <laughs> you were very funny. And sweet. Oh? Very sweet. Shouldn't you be studying in a monastery? No. No? Well, n not, not anymore. You're not like your brother. No? You're very sweet. All knights taking up the cross in this holy war shall be guaranteed a just share of the spoils taken from the infidel and the forgiveness of all your sins. This is God's will. Deus Lavolt! Deus Lavolt! Deus Lavolt! With the share of the spoils, I could buy land when I return. I'd like that very much, you. You would? Yes. Just see to it you return. Yes. Listen, Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Will you let him in? 
Good father! Good father! I wish to take up the cross! Thank you, Jesus! Another soldier for Christ! Come forward, young knight. What is your name, sir? Philip of Beauvais. Do you, Sir Philip, swear to commit your sword in the forthcoming crusade? I do. Then receive this blessed tunic emblazoned with the cross of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I shall do us all proud. You will all see. Are there others here who wish to side with Christ? My brother, you, come with me. Philip, Philip, I... Go, pledge yourself. Is he too a soldier for Christ? Will Philip's brother prove as noble? He is. Do not fear, Sir Knight. Though my brother is humble, his sword will not prove humble in the face of the infidel. Your name? Sir Hugh of Beauvais. Do you commit your sword? He does. Yes, he does. Do you commit your sword? I... I do. was painless, wasn't it? I've asked you before not to look at me like that. Like there was something I could have done to stop it. What could I do? Eh? Nothing. Nothing. It was the only way to have a chance. A future. To be considered worthy of... Joanna. Lady Joanna. My God, she's beautiful. Life with her would be paradise. Do you know something? Maybe this is as much paradise as any of us get. I mean, just, just to be here. Just to be alive. Just to be alive. You have been listening to episode one of Infidel by Roger Gregg. Starring Anthony Brophy, David Murray, Morgan Jones, Paul B. Lennox, Dermot McGinnis, Raymond Keane, Roger Gregg, Georgina Miller, Louis Gregg, Isaac Jones, and Aidan Vaughan. Studio and location recording by Mark McGrath. Location recordings at Rally House, McCroom, County Cork. Infidel was written, directed and produced by Roger Gregg. Find out more at crazydogaudiotheatre.com. And that was Infidel, episode one by Crazy Dog Audio Theatre, one of my favorite all-time groups, audio production companies. Um, Crazy Dog Audio Theatre, theaterre.com. Um, you can purchase most of what Crazy Dog has done at zbs.org. Um, yeah, more of that coming next week. And now, as promised, Mike Murphy's Wish You Were Here is produced by the Dialed In series by Oral Stage Studios. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs>
Dialed In, a new audio series from Oral Stage Studios. Hi, I'm Matthew Boudreaux, and you're listening to Dialed In. A sandstorm-swept planet. A widowed diplomat. Thanks, but I can't go shirking my duties every time the anniversary of my wife's death comes up. A fateful crash landing. The chance to find love on an alien world. You love me? I... I do. I didn't think that I could ever love again. Only one man stands in the way. You deny me my happiness. To guarantee mine? Of course I would. Ed, from Harvest Audio Productions, written by Mike Murphy, starring H. Keith Lyons, Kim Giannopoulos, and Joe Stofko. This week's episode is Wish You Were Here by Mike Murphy, starring Janelle Sosa and P.G. LaRusso. You have one new message. Message one. Hello, friend, honey. It's your grandma. Oh, hell, I forgot to call her again. I wanted to see how you're doing. Your mother told me you started your own computer company and that it's doing quite well. I'm glad for you, dear. Do you remember that sweet Alison Kemp from the old neighborhood? <laughs> she just got married the other day. Nice man. A doctor, I think. Are you there, honey? Pick pick up the phone if you are. You you know I hate talking into these machines. Oh, well. Maybe next time. Goodbye, sweetie. End of messages. You have one new message. Message one. Hi, darling. It's me. I hear you're working very late at this new company. Oh, I sure am. Don't work too hard now. I just got home and... I'm proud of you. Letterman's over. Even though I don't understand a thing about computers. They're all so complicated. I I hope you're getting some good food to eat. Not that greasy stuff at those miserable fast food places. Don't you worry, Grandma. And, and, And you have to get enough sleep. Dr. Marcus told me yesterday that the human body needs one hour of sleep for every two hours it's awake. That's why people think of eight hours of sleep and 16 hours awake. Get it? Eight hours of sleep? I wish. Anyway, gotta go. Love you. End of messages. You have one new message. Message one. <coughs> oh, oh, hi, sweetie. It's, it's your grandma. Oh, I'm sorry for coughing into your machine like that. I, I, I seem to have a little touch of something. But Dr. Marcus did some tests the other day, and he's going to let me know what's the matter. I, I'm sure it's nothing. <coughs> it, it's just a little tickle in the back of the throat. <laughs> Like when you eat too much ice cream. Oh, you remember how you loved Rocky Road as a little boy? (laughs) (laughs) Still do. Anyway, call me when you get a chance. I I worry about you. Good night now. 
End of messages. <laughs> Rocky Road. What doesn't that woman remember? I'd call if it wasn't so late. Maybe tomorrow. You have one new message. Message one. <coughs> oh, hi, sweetheart. You sound awful. <clears throat> I'm, I'm still waiting on those test results from Dr. Marcus, but oh, I seem to have caught a really bad cold. <laughs> Probably from that Marge Sangster at the senior center. I, I told you about her before. Several times. She always looks like a glazed donut. I'm sure I'll be feeling better in a few days. I, I look forward to seeing you at Thanksgiving. You are coming over for my world-famous dumplings, aren't you? Thanksgiving? I haven't talked to her in that long. Shame on me. Well, best of, best of luck with the computers. Love you. Bye. End of messages. You have one new message. Message one. Friend. It's mom. Grandma is in the hospital, and it's, it's not good. End of messages. Should have called her, Mom. I should have had the time. I should have made the time. You were getting home very late, dear. You couldn't call her at midnight. I never had the chance to say goodbye. Not many people did. Your grandmother went very fast. I guess that's a blessing. I'm gonna miss those nightly phone messages. We're all going to miss her, dear. To you, Grandma. You have one new message. Message one. Hi, Brent. It's Cindy. I was so sorry to hear about your Nana. She was such a dear lady. Call me, love. Message deleted. End of messages. You have no new messages and 19 saved messages. 19 saved? <laughs> that must all be grandma. Oh, it's so late when I listened. I guess I, I never deleted them. All, grandma? Yeah. I can do this. It'll be like she never died. All I still have to do is copy her saved messages. Done. And load them on my hard drive. So far, so good. Now I program the computer to slice and dice the messages into as many variants as possible. Binding them into grammatically correct sentences. There. I should do it. Whew. Time to try it out. Fingers crossed. Hello? Brent! It's Grandma! Hi, Grandma.
Good to hear from you. And you too, sweetie. Are you sure you're not too busy to talk? Never too busy for you, Grandma. Never too busy ever again. How are you? I am doing great, Grandma. How are you? The rash is back. Oh, no, Grandma. Did you see a doctor? Did you miss the big store? Yes. You've been listening to Dialed In, Wish You Were Here by Mike Murphy, starring Janelle Sosa as Grandma, P.G. LaRusso as Brent, Linda Mason as the voicemail operator, Jennifer Harder as Mom, Amy Lewis as Cindy, Joe Stofko as the television voiceover, directed by Samantha Mason, sound design by Mike D'Almeida, music by Lucien Dessar, theme music and editing by Matthew J. Boudreaux. Next time on Dialed In, Jesus Gets Rejected. By Michael Lentler. And that was Wish You Were Here. Cool stuff. Uh, dialedin.oralstage.com is uh, for more of the Dialed In series, and there are two others of those up done so far. Um, again, it is a really uh, interesting experiment in and in, uh, international collaboration over Skype and whatnot, but using um, higher notch um, production techniques, better quality microphones and things, and are you typically hear uh, what are called satellite recordings and um, that is the result of Dialed In. Um, I'm sure that the folks over at Oral Stage would love your feedback. Um, send along. Again, it's dialedin.oral stage, oral stage, A-U-R-A-L, oralstage.com. Uh, in the meantime, over 200 hours of original audio drama programming at radiodramarevival.com. You can dig us up on iTunes and search for Radio Drama Revival. Um, I would love it if you could uh, uh, thumbs us up or leave your feedback or just let us know what you think about the show on iTunes. It helps a lot. Um, working on getting on Google Play and tablets and that sort of thing. We're working on this app for you. Uh, we also have uh, Facebook updates at Radio Drama. The face- Radio Drama Revival is the Facebook page and Twitter search at Radio Drama. Um, all right. Well, that is a wrap for this week. This show is produced by Fred Greenhalge. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Greater Portland, Maine's community radio, is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. As always, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. 